Hey, Chosen fam. Welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About a Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Sarah. And we are two best friends coming together to learn more about God and how we are chosen in Him. Join us here every Tuesday as we dive into God's Word about topics we all face to ultimately seek truth. We would love if you would subscribe and rate this podcast. And be sure to check out the free resources at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. Fix me. (laughs) (laughs) You only cut the tail end, but it's okay. Hey, y'all. We're talking about Fix Me Jesus. If you all have seen A Joyful Noise with our queen, um, Dolly Parton. Yes. Queen Latifah and Kiki Palmer. It's just such a fun movie, but I'm going to tell y'all, today has been a rough day for me. Yes. And I was telling Sarah that... um, I was singing to myself the song "Fix Me, Jesus." And <laughs> um, there's a there's a scene, and Queen Latifah goes and she sits at the computer and at the computer, excuse me, the keyboard, and she just starts singing. And I today had to take a break. I was like, I have a little chair sitting in the corner of my office, and I have had just a stressful day, and I had to go and sit and just sing, mm-hmm, "Fix me, yes, Lord." Fix me, Jesus, fix me. I'll make that my ringtone. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you better watch it because on Sundays, I'm like, there's another song called Drop Kick Me, Jesus. Yes, through the goalpost a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what kind of day I'm having, you know. But today was the Fix Me, Jesus kind of day. So, you know, I think this goes perfectly with what we're going to talk about. Yes. Because we're talking about grace. Grace (sighs) on grace. And we need it, Lord. We need it. To, we need it to show to others. Like we've received so much grace. Yes. There's more than enough to go around. Like there's, it's a bottomless bowl, a fountain that never yes. ends of grace that has been given to us. And there's enough for us to give to other people. And there's enough for us to give to ourselves. Oh, but sometimes safe from the Lord. Amen. Yes. And it's so hard. And that's, that's a great point because we're not always great at saying, yes, Lord, I received the grace that you're giving me. That's my issue. We actually um, adopted Grace Upon Grace as our holiday season, uh, I almost said mojo, motto. (laughs) Wow, what just happened to my brain? Grace Upon Grace. But anyway, we used it literally in that Mm -hmm. same context. We had a team meeting with the whole Poppy's team before um, Christmas season, which is like literally like the Super Bowl of Mm -hmm. the retail world, of course. And so like in October, I was like, guys, listen, a lot of you are new. We're going to adopt a motto, and if something goes wrong, and if something's stressful, we're just going to look at each other, and we're going to say, grace upon grace. Yep. Like, you will mess up. You will get stressed out during this season. Yep. You will feel like you want to pull your hair out, and you will get some backlash, for, like, from just a couple grumpy customers. Yep. Who are a little bit stressed out. Most mm-hmm. of them are going to be feeling the Christmas cheer, but when things get tough, I just want you to say to yourself, Grace, grace upon grace. grace. And yeah. we used it literally as like a <laughs> joke because something would happen and I would like fall or trip or we would have a grumpy customer or whatever. Literally, like I'm saying like two out of 1,000. Like, But still, it affects yeah. your day yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to all of the happy Poppy's customers. We love you. <laughs> um, but something would happen and I would just look at Maggie or, you know, one yeah. of the girls. And I'd be like... Grace upon grace. And they'd be like, absolutely. Yeah. So it was like our little engine that could oh my like, gosh, yes. theme 
theme phrase. Like, we have to have this ingrained into our hearts. But on mm-hmm. a more serious note, like, seriously, this year has been hard. Yes. And I'm talking about a lot of first world problems that, like, oh, my gosh, a concert was canceled that I went to, that I wanted to go mm-hmm. to. But I'm also talking about just the heaviness. Like, you guys know we've talked about this with introducing the Wildflower Collection and and just some of the podcasts that we've talked about how there have been so many side effects of this year um, just on our spirits and mm-hmm. our spiritual life that that have been so heavy. And we can be so quick to be so hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And right now with the political climate of our country and social media yes, that is so loud and so heavy, I'm like, wow, where is the grace? Mm-hmm. Where's the grace? Like I was actually, <laughs> I was on Instagram, not a shock. Um, and I saw this meme that was like, um, the internet or social media today. And it's, it was this lady saying, I prefer oranges to mangoes. Mm -hmm. And it said the internet's response. So you hate mangoes? So you hate mangoes? You also failed to mention apples, grapefruit, (laughs) like all these other (laughs) pineapples. Um, educate yourself. And true, we do need to educate ourselves, but... Mm-hmm. We got to show grace, yes, to each other mm-hmm. and to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Receive it from the Lord, because I don't know about you guys. I'm hard on myself. Yes, Liz is. I'm gonna speak for you. <laughs> You're hard on yourself. Yes, and it gets very heavy. Like that's mm-hmm. the word that I think about. Yes, it is a burden. And yes. Sarah and I were talking about something completely different, but I, I know I've said this in previous episodes, but the scene from Friends where they're carrying the couch up the stairs yes. and Ross is like, pivot! <laughs> <laughs> that learning, recognizing that I can't carry that couch by myself yes, and allowing the Lord to take it for me. Yes. That's like life. Yes. Showing myself enough grace to recognize that I can't do it on my own. Yes, and we're going to talk a lot about grace versus mercy, mm-hmm. grace and its kind of arch enemy, pride. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, we're going to start by defining like what actually grace is. Yes. So typically, like uh, secularly, the vocabulary word for grace is like courteous goodwill, mm-hmm. which is a great definition. But specifically in the Christian belief. It is the free and unmerited, which means undeserved, favor of God as manifested in the salvation of sinners and the bestowal of blessings. So, unmerited favor. Mm -hmm. Nothing you can, like, nothing you can do to deserve it. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been given something and you feel, like, almost guilty for accepting it because you didn't deserve it? Like... I, I suffer from grace guilt sometimes. <laughs> That's such a fun... I've never heard this term. But I like, just made it up just now. But it's so real. Like, and sometimes if I'm being honest with myself, I won't accept it because I don't feel like I deserve it. Yes. But that's what it is itself. It's not deserved. Yeah. At all. You couldn't even earn it if you tried. No. And that's what the sacrifice of Jesus mm-hmm. has done for us. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Yeah. And this is, this is echoed in... Ephesians 2, verse 8, which says, for, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and it's not from yourselves, it's a gift from God. Yes. God alone. It That's reminds where our me grace like, comes from. I didn't mean to interrupt, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. Um, it reminds me of kind of like the chosen message, like going back to our roots, mm-hmm. how we talked about like 
being chosen and like the salvation message and what God wants to give us through his grace and his favor Mm -hmm. and his mercy and just all of the gifts of the fruits of the spirit that come with having the Holy Spirit leading our life. Yes. It's almost like when we get saved, quote unquote, like the Mm -hmm. whole Southern churchy statement of accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, Mm -hmm. there are all these quote unquote perks of the Holy Spirit, of grace, of mercy, of forgiveness that goes along with that that some of us don't even tap into. Wow. Almost like an unopened gift under a Christmas tree. Like, I mm-hmm. know I have this gift of peace, but here I'm going to sit in my anxiety. Wow. And I'm not talking clinical, guys. I'm talking yeah. just like letting your thoughts go wild when we can take those thoughts captive yes. through Jesus' name. And that is a gift of grace. Amen. Like, we just got to claim it. Yes. Like a muscle. Like you can have a muscle all day long. Yeah. But unless you exercise it, honey, it ain't going to be able to do any kind of lifting. Yes. And so with on that same vein, if you if you ever struggle with grace, and we're going to talk about some of these tangible things that we can do, but you have to start practicing it. You're never going to wake up one day and just be like, yes, I have this profound, you know, feeling about grace and Whenever I feel this way or I do this action, it just goes away. Any kind of guilt or pride goes away. Right. And I can accept God's grace so freely. It honestly takes work. Yes, it because does. Because literally the idea of grace goes directly against, like, God and his and how he um, has set up our faith. Like, human nature. That's what I'm trying yes. to say. Sorry. Like, the way of like the world human, yes. versus the ways of God. Right. It's completely there, opposite. And we know we know this already. God's word already says that, like... The world, we talked about last week, the world don't like you. You go exactly against everything that it stands for. And so grace is so needed. What a gift. Yes. Of like, I always think of salvation, grace, mercy. Because in, it's like in the human world, if you do me wrong, I'm going to do you wrong. Right. If you hurt, you know, an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But then Jesus came to defy those odds. Yes. Mm. What a gift. Well, you... Tell our friends yeah. the difference between grace and mercy. Yes. So um, this is how it was explained to me um, by my father when I was a child. But it was grace is giving you something that you don't deserve. Right. And mercy is not giving you what you do deserve. Mm, girl. And we have we serve a God that has given us both grace and mercy. Yes. That not only are we exempt from the punishment that mm-hmm. our sin has merited, mm-hmm. but... In addition to not getting that punishment, we get favor, blessings, and salvation. Yes. Like, our cup runs over. Yes. I wonder, like, where this train in the background is going (laughs) and how long it's going to be going there. A long time. It's like Spongebob, like, two hours later. (laughs) (laughs) That was a horrible French impersonation. It's like every time we record, but, you know, at at this point, I feel like it's it's a... devil, honey. You're right. He he could never. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to keep on going with all the ambulances, fire trucks, trains, everything. Um, So, Grace is mentioned so many times in the Bible, and it's obviously something important because Mm -hmm. in, like, the letters that, like, Paul wrote, um, he said, Grace be with you nearly at the beginning and end of almost all his letters. I counted Mm -hmm. six of his letters that he wrote. Wow. So, that's how important it was. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't just something that they said, like, hey, how are you? Like, he was like, listen, Grace be with you. 
Yeah. Like you have to remember mm-hmm. grace. Because I often forget and I harbor on my mistakes. I harbor on, I don't know if any perfectionist women out there, um, what you could have done differently in situations. Oh, I hate that. Isn't that the worst? It 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 literally haunts my life sometimes. I have to be disciplined. Yes. And like diverting my brain elsewhere. And I have this like way on down in the notes, so I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. But there is a huge difference, which I guess y'all wouldn't know if that was on down in my notes, but I'm trying to be courteous to my (laughs) friend and co-host, Liz Sanders here. There is a huge difference, y'all, and I'm preaching to myself when I say this, between condemnation and conviction. Mm -hmm. So let's like break this down. So condemnation is when something or someone is making you feel bad or worse. For what you have done. And there is a verse. I do not have it written down. But you can Google it. It says. For there is no condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus. Okay. So condemnation in my opinion. Is kind of like a bullying feeling. You've done something wrong. And that feeling wants to keep you staying there. If not push you back further or deeper down. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's condemnation. We turn that around. Conviction. Is. I feel like. Um, this is like the new Sarah version, like Sarah's Webster's Dictionary. When I think of conviction, I think of something that makes you feel, that makes you aware of what you have done wrong, but then encourages you and motivates you to repent and make it right. Right. So like when I ask mm-hmm. the Lord, convict me about something or mm-hmm. about my relationship with someone, it's like I have this feeling in my chest of like, hmm, you need to go apologize to them. Yeah. It's not things toxic shame statements like you are such a horrible person you have failed mm-hmm. look at what you have done yeah are you really saved does Christ really live in you like those are condemnation statements and who does that sound like that is the enemy 1000% yes. you better recognize his voice Yes, if it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, it's a duck. That's right. So that's condemnation, y'all, saying you aren't good enough, you aren't worthy, you can never bounce back from this sin, mm-hmm. um, look at who you hang out with, you're just like them. Like, okay, let's take those statements and compare those to conviction. Mm-hmm. Like, how about you go apologize to them? Yeah. And then you can mend that relationship. Act upon it. It's more of an action, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And not a declaration. Yeah. Because condemnation, like if I went to condemn you, Liz, I would say a condemning statement Mm -hmm. about you. And what's your intention? To push you back further. All right. And to hurt you. Mm Mm-hmm. Conviction, if you were doing something wrong, like let's just say you had done me wrong or I was offended by something you said and what you had done did not line up with the Word of God. Mm Mm-hmm. And I could say, Liz, you know I love you, but I feel like, let's just use this example that popped in my head. I feel like you dating this particular guy isn't going to be good for you. Mm-hmm. And you have the choice of whatever you do, but I love you too much not to tell you. Yeah. And I'm sorry if that hurts you, but maybe you can pray about it and go in a different direction. Yeah. So, like, do you see the difference between those two? Mm-hmm. So, a loving father convicts his daughters. Yes. Does not condemn. Mm-hmm. That's such a... It's a gift also. That is also a gift. Like, he's so gentle, and he's mm-hmm. so gracious. And he's a he's a gentleman about it. Yes. So, if you guys are wondering, 
like there can be self-condemnation as well. Mm-hmm. Like talking about receiving grace from God through conviction, but also you can tell yourself those toxic shame statements. Yes. And you just as much in those moments need grace from yourself and need to be kind to yourself. Like not equally as much, but right up there with how much you need grace from God. Because mm-hmm. ultimately our grace has to come from God. We have nothing to offer ourselves. Yes. But you've got to be kind to yourself too you in the process. And you know, earlier um, when Sarah and I were talking, we were talking about the, the relationship between grace and pride. Oh, girl. And that there are, you have to let go of your pride. And that's like, that's the cost of grace. Yes. Grace for others and grace for yourself. Yes. I will, I will tell on myself um, a moment when I had to check myself this afternoon. I was waiting at Walmart to get my grocery pickup. And I, I know. And I, um, I pull up and I had to wait 30 minutes. And I, there were two cars, one on either side of me that I saw that got there after me and got their groceries before me. And I was like very frustrated. I'll be honest. Yes. And I had to check myself and say, just because you've had a rough day doesn't mean that someone else hasn't had a rough day too. Yes. You need to show grace. That's right. So when the lady came by to the car next to me and I just said politely, hey, like, you know, I've been sitting here for a while. Would it be best if I came back and picked up my groceries when you were less busy? And she said, no, I'm, I'm so sorry. Three people called out and it's just me. Wow. And I said, well, that's okay. Like if I can come back, if she said, no, she brought my groceries right away. Well, in the way that you even worded that, Liz, I feel like tactfulness goes hand in hand when we're showing grace to people. Yeah. Kind of like the difference, literally, what we just talked about between condemnation and conviction. Mm-hmm. You could have condemned her, mm-hmm. ruined her day. Yeah. Or you said something that pursued action that went above and beyond. Like, you had a right to get your food right then because you ordered it ahead. Mm-hmm. You paid for it ahead. You reserved it ahead. Yet you still had to wait over 30 minutes for your food. So you deserved your food, right? Yep. So someone, obviously, three people who called out, didn't do their job. However, despite of that, you went above and beyond and said, would it be better for you if I came back? In your non-Karen voice. (laughs) I love that. But, But you know, like I had to, like I said, I had to check myself because I'm thinking, wow, I should have had this already. And... She doesn't know that I had a rough day. And, and she you didn't know she had had a rough day. Had no clue. Use every opportunity. Yes. To show, to show grace. grace. 100%. So going along with grace and pride, mm-hmm. listen to this definition of pride. Yes. A feeling or deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements the, or, of course, being proud of someone else, the achievements with someone closely closely associated with you, or from your own qualities or possessions that are widely admired. So that first, before the first comment, really gets me the feeling of deep pleasure Mm -hmm. or satisfaction that's derived from your own achievements. Mm -hmm. So that means it's earned. Like, I've achieved this. This success is mine. Mine. This wealth is mine. This status is mine. Like, me, you me, could, me. Yeah, me, me, me. Look at what I did. Mm-hmm. Grace is the complete opposite. It really is. It is like, oh my goodness, I don't deserve any of this, yet mm-hmm. you gave me all of this. Yes. So, 
if we are too prideful in our own achievements and really asking ourselves, like, who is our Savior here? Is it ourselves or is it Jesus Christ? Yeah. Am I trying to save myself with working and striving? And I'm not talking about work ethic and not working hard. I'm talking about when it's toxic and unhealthy Mm -hmm. of how you view yourself and how you view everything that the Mm -hmm. Lord has blessed you with, including your own talents, possessions, family, like you name it, whatever is good in your life, you're blaming on yourself because you're like, I earned that. I cultivated that. I worked for that. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you are praising yourself and quote-unquote blaming or giving credit to yourself right. for everything good in your life, you missed then it. who's the Savior here? Yeah. You don't, you don't even need God. You just do it yourself. Right. Girl, I'm preaching to myself right now. I'm like, come at me, girl. We like have, We have to be so mindful. Yes. And when, in, especially because Sarah and I are both very, um, I don't know, is it fair to say like achievement focused, like. We see, we set goals, we go after them. You well, know. it's your wing to yes. be an achiever. Right. I'm a two-wing three. And I'm technically a four-wing three, but I pull a lot from from both. Yes. And so I feel like we, when, when we meet in the middle, we're all like, okay, let's Success. get... Success. Yes. Let's and, be girl bosses. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll rule the world. Yes. <laughs> JK, we don't want to do that. No. <laughs> no, not trying to go great early. We just want to clean our house, you know what I'm saying? Right. And do a good job at our jobs. Yes. <laughs> But we're, it's always focused, and it is really easy to be prideful about, look at what I did. Yes. And um, a practice I know from, even outside of just faith, but professionally, is who has contributed to this success? Recognizing that. And I love the saying, like, even somebody was Billy Graham's Sunday school teacher. Yes. That there are so many people who've played a part. Oh, so you have, yes. So even, not only just God. But he has placed people in your life. Orchestrated. We have we never have any way to just boast about our soul, like achievement. Yeah, and if you're like me, the pride comes in for me more spiritually mm. than physically with my success because I think that you know I'm so thankful for the success of my small business. That has to all be God because it really doesn't make sense. Like mm. I have no formal business training. Like this has all been learning trial and error and I'm like Lord this had to come from you so I'm gonna thank you for it until you say no yeah and we'll we'll lock the door and leave you know it's great it's fine open hands for me open hands all the way girl if y'all don't know what I mean by open hands it's open to receive and open to release whatever Mm -hmm. God has for you anyway for me the pride comes in more spiritually like when I have dropped the ball when I've Mm -hmm. Committed a sin or when I have done something that doesn't make my heart look like the heart of our Father, that I feel like maybe if I do something good, it can make up for the bad. Yeah. Like it's kind of like, okay, let's just take it for instance. Let's say that I've said something to my husband that I shouldn't have said. Something mean or ugly or hurtful. I try to like like a scrambling like road runner, like meet me. I'm just trying to make up for it with everything in my control. Mm-hmm. Um, or if I've messed up with a friend. Or if I have thought a thought that I should not have let come through my brain. Yeah. Whatever that is, I feel like, oh, I can fix that. Just do better. Just be better. Just get in the Word. Just hustle for the Lord, Sarah. Hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm-hmm. And that's not grace. Yeah. 
It's you trying to fix it. That's me trying to fix it. Mm -hmm. So in that instance, I'm trying to let the Savior be my damage control. Yeah. Which can never truly fix Mm -hmm. my broken, sinful flesh. Yeah. Ever. I can try. Mm -hmm. I can improve. I can go through good seasons and bad seasons Mm -hmm. and grow as a person spiritually. However, nothing on this earth can ever change the fact that as long as I'm here, as long as I'm in this body... I'm going to have a sinful flesh. Yep. And I can grow in my spirit and I can diminish that sinful flesh. But at the end of the day, I need a savior. Yes. So whether it be pride for you and your achievements or Mm -hmm. your possessions or even your relationships, like look at my relationships. They're so good. I have healthy friends. I have a husband or whatever it is that you're seeking your approval or your pride or your accomplishment in. Yes. To Mm -hmm. be validated or kind of with me on the flip side if it's your pride in, let me try to fix all the bad things about myself. You're never going to get there because we have to realize we need the unmerited favor and grace yes. of a Savior. Yeah. We need that blood-bought sacrifice. I think I think about how the Old Testament people must have had it so bad. Yes. That every time they're like, oh man, we've, we've sucked this month. Let's get a big old bull. Yeah. Because we need a blood sacrifice. Like How are they every, cows left? <laughs> yeah. Bless it. Yeah. Well, and I think of even like what it must have been like to have guilt then and be like, oh my goodness, I, I better get a ram. Especially like, like as, a Jew, as a Jew. Yes. You were held to such high standards. Yes. And that, you, I mean, you couldn't be, really, you couldn't be of this world. And yes. you had to live it to something so high, and it got, I'm sure that it led to some toxic shame about, you know, I messed up because even then, we know that the, peop- the people of this world were not perfect then either. No. Well, and, and there's a verse in Romans, I screenshot, um, just one moment. Dun, dun, dun. That's like <laughs> our hold music. It's horrible. Um, <laughs> Romans 5.20 says, all that passing laws against sin did was produce more lawbreakers. Mm-hmm. So, like, we are going to break laws we make. Yes. But sin didn't and doesn't have a chance in competition with the aggressive forgiveness that we call grace. Yes. Aggressive forgiveness. I love that. When it's sin versus grace, grace wins hands down. All sin can do is threaten us with death, and that's the end of it. Grace, because God, putting everything together again through the Messiah, invites us into life. A life that goes on and on and on, a world without end. So sin leads only to death. Mm -hmm. Laws are going to only lead to more lawbreakers. But grace puts everything back together. It makes us whole. And it gives us eternal life. Praise God for that. I I can't stop thinking about um, when you were in high school or middle school or whatever yes. and your teacher is like wow everyone did really bad on this test i'm going to give everyone an extra 20 points of extra oh, credit that not the best grace. that's grace because we didn't study for it and we we failed yes and it was a free gift yes and like there's so many times when god gives us that extra credit yes. in our lives and i can't help but think i have no place not to give this Yes. It's like paying it forward in the drive-thru. Right, 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 right. And, you know, some, when I think of paying it forward, giving that grace, 
who are we not to give grace out of fear that that person won't give it also? That's not what it's about. No, not at all. But sometimes it's just like, um, <laughs> this is kind of funny. I think about Kanye and yes. when he dropped his album and someone said, yeah, but is it even real? I don't know. Do I trust it? Is it real? And I was like, well, he's he's talking about the only one that can change him, right? Truth. Who am I not to offer that offer and like believe that he is experiencing real transformation? I just thought, are you worshiping along with Kanye or are you worshiping God? Like, just sing Ooh. the songs to the Lord. Oh, that's good. Like, what's the point? That's good. That's like Liz and I were talking earlier about to get off on it. <laughs> we're talking about how like when people find out that we're pastors' daughters or Christians or in ministry or whatever. I say, or whatever, like it's, you know, or whatever. (laughs) I have so many people ask me questions like, do you believe in once saved, always saved? I'm like, bruh, why are you asking? Are you asking for yourself? Because, like, do you want to go out and raise a bunch of heck just for the heck of it and be like, okay, now that I've lived a horrible life, let's go to heaven. Like, or are you asking because you're having trouble showing grace to your neighbor? Like, Mm. who are you asking for? Yeah. Are you just wanting to judge people? Are you wanting to feel better about your own salvation? Mm -hmm. Like, the real question that you need to ask is, are you secure in receiving grace from God? It's not about your neighbor. Nope. It's about you. Mm Mm-hmm. And and we're not going to go into theology about that at all because no. really I think that Jesus is way more simple than the complex questions that we've made up ourselves. <laughs> Jesus was a pretty simple guy. True. I love him. Just read his word. Yes. But it's almost like what's our motives in things? Yeah. Are we giving grace to get something in return? Are we trying to feel better about ourselves? Or is it just because we're wanting to be like the Father? Mm-hmm. And is it because, okay, Here's something else. Have you ever been given money by someone? Like, um, I remember in high school, um, my friends, any, if any of my friends are listening to this, we used to have a ball at the local Waffle House, mm-hmm. the awful waffle. Oh my let me gosh. Tell you. <laughs> and every Friday night after football and basketball games, um, my grandmother would give me a $20 bill uh-huh. and she'd be like, this is for the Waffle House tonight. And I'd be like, Yes, I got twenty dollars. Yeah, that like I'll get you far. Rich, rich. <laughs> and I would always, without fail, have a friend who would forget her wallet or didn't bring enough money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Oh, I got twenty dollars. Money mm-hmm. hooked me up. Let me yeah. tell you, I've got the best grandmother ever." And it was so easy for me to give that money away mm-hmm. because it was freely given to me. Yes. yes. And it was clearly too much. Like, a meal at the Waffle House is literally $8 maybe if you get a chocolate milk. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, especially in 2012, like, I was rich with $20. I'll be like, I go to the Waffle House three times. That's right. On this. Mm-hmm. But she gave me $20 every single Friday night because that's what we did every mm-hmm. single Friday night. And so... How how could I, with my best friend sitting next to me who forgot her wallet or didn't get paid that week or whatever, mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, no, girl, order your waffle. It's on Moni. I got it. Yeah. Because I had been freely given something, I could freely give it away. And mm-hmm. it's because I realized and accepted mm-hmm. what I had been freely given yeah. that I could freely give it to others. Mm-hmm. That is grace. Yes. That is grace. You're that analogy right. literally just came to my mind, and now I want chocolate chip waffles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we put money so in right. the jukebox. 
Man, that's, that's living your best times. Life. Yes, but just give it away. Like it's not ours to give. Yeah. So like on social media, even like getting deeper, like with whew, people who have done you wrong, family issues, like it's not ours to give. Mm-mm. And we're not saying let yourself get run over. We're not saying being put into toxful trust situations. Mm-hmm. We're saying be free from yeah. the bitterness that comes from withholding grace to yourself or your neighbor. Yes. By accepting the grace mm-hmm. from Jesus and then freely giving it. Yep. Because we can't. The thing is, we have, if Jesus and the God of the universe mm-hmm. is going to freely give us grace when he has every right to judge and condemn, mm-hmm. what? why do we think that we're worth something to judge and condemn other people and withhold grace? When you are afraid that you're, that grace has a limit, that's when you want to hoard it. It's infinite. It is infinite. When you come to accept, like you said, that the grace we've been given is infinite, yes. you are no longer afraid that there's not going to be enough for you. Therefore, you will give it freely. It's all about that fight or flight mode that we like. That goes back to the fact that we cannot be our own savior. Yeah. Like if you think that that God's gonna run out of favor or mercy or grace, Mm-mm. you're wrong because everything we're taught it, it goes back to open hands. We yeah. can't clasp this grace Mm-mm. in our hands. It has to be open. And I promise that every time you give something away, God is going to replace it twofold, threefold. He's a multiplier. He's a multiplier. And a dear friend of mine told me this past week, God is a God of promotion, mm-hmm. not demotion. Amen. So when the world looks like it is demoting you, God may be setting you up for something different, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, Adam and Eve messed this all up. <laughs> like, God didn't create this world to be full of sin, yeah. but he loved us enough to give us the choice. Amen. And, of course, our fleshful, nay, fleshful, fleshy, our flesh-filled. Yes, nature. Flesh-filled nature. Fleshy? Yep. It's fleshy. (laughs) (laughs) Exhibit A. I'll be fleshy. Fleshy. Uh, (laughs) Our flesh-filled nature. Yes. I can't move forward. (laughs) Why am I the way I am? Because I'm fleshy. Grace girl. Uh, (laughs) Don't be fleshy. (laughs) Um, Wow. Can we move on? (laughs) Our flesh-filled nature chose sin. Yeah. But yet God still saw how broken it was because of our own decisions and still sent Jesus. Wow. Been like, how many times am I going to fix y'all? Grace upon grace. Infinite times because grace. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Man. I don't think I'll ever, I don't, I really don't think I'll ever get over that, over the idea of how much grace we've been given. Yes. It's like a drop in the ocean. And it's because of how much he loves us. Yes. I keep thinking of like reckless love. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Mm -hmm. Still, you give yourself away. Yes. And it's by grace through faith. Yes. So grace is the method in which we are saved. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's through mm-hmm. faith. Like, we have to trust that yes. that grace is for us. Accept it. That kind of rhymes, and that's awesome. <laughs> I 
feel like I'm trying to think. We have so many notes and we've jumped around. So do you want to talk about like how do we show grace to ourselves? That's exactly what I was going to say. I love it. The first thing that came to my mind was a 10 second rule. And this was the first time I heard this was in reference to whether you comment on someone's appearance. Oh, but I think it also applies to to showing yourself and other people grace. Explain. If you cannot fix it in 10 seconds, should you feel guilt about it? Should you feel shame about it? Mm. Like, and I thought immediately about with that um, image being in mind, if you feel guilty because you're like, wow, I have not been treating my body as a temple and like working out during quarantine. Oh, I got a quarantine 15 or I haven't, I've had all this time off work and I haven't been spending as much time with God as I really needed to. And can you fix the past in 10 seconds? Absolutely not. Then you need to say, God, you you know, fix it. So that comes back to that action part. Do something about it. Yes. God, forgive me for not being more um, intentional with my time. Will you please give me a heart that yearns for your word, for your presence, and then set intentional time to do what you wish that you had done. Yes. And when it comes to other people, if someone has said something really mean to you or did something mean to you years ago and it impacted your relationship, again, with the past, can you fix it? No, but what you can do is you can reach out to that person and be like, you know what, I'm actually, I was thinking about you. You can say something nice. Even though they were mean to you, you can show grace and say, hey, I hope you're doing well. That's all about turning the other cheek. Again, it'll cost you your pride, but it's worth it. Oh, girl. It's worth it every time. Yeah. Your pride costs you nothing. I mean, really, it's just like, it's it's free. Right. And what's and what's the reward? So much greater than what you gave. Peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The reward is peace. Mm-hmm. And that's worth it. Yes, it is. Every time. Absolutely. Um, so we've already talked about letting go of our pride, recognizing whose voice you're listening to yes. when it comes to um, how we're showing grace. And re- if you want to know whose voice you're listening to, again, does this sound like God or does this sound like an enemy that... Conviction versus condemnation. And if you're wondering what God sounds like, he wrote a whole book for us. Yes. Like, not to be snarky. Please read it. It's great. Yeah. It's a really good manual. We've referenced it several times. <laughs> yes. It's called the Holy Bible. Yes. Basic instructions before Speaking leaving. Speaking of, praise God for the Bible app. We can yes. carry it around wherever we go. If you have not downloaded that, thank Please you, do. Craig Rochelle and Life Church. Yes. Um, I got a notification on my Bible app today that said by 2033. That every language will be on the Bible app. Wow. See, Praise God for that. that. That's amazing. Just think, 50 years ago, they're like, well, here's a Bible. But what if I can't read? Right. It'll read it to you. What if I don't know where to start? Now we have Bible study plans, reading plans, community. It's literally served to us on a silver plier. Yes. We have no reason not to read it. And here we are talking to you about it. So subscribe, everyone. (laughs) We're preaching to the choir. If you're still here and listening, thank you. (laughs) Um, Um, The next thing was make an action plan. Yes. Do something. Yes. Don't just sit there. If you, you know, it's just kind of like coulda, shoulda, woulda. But what are you going to do about it? Right. Like if you are needing to show grace to someone. Show grace. Show grace to them. Think it. Pray about 
how, Lord, show mm-hmm. me how I need to do this. Show me how I can forgive this person. Show me how I can apologize to this person. Mm-hmm. Show me how I can serve this person and yes. love this person. Um, if it's something that you need to work on yourself, yeah. say, Lord, I'm going to get in your word 30 minutes a day. Work I on need me, to tra- Lord. Yes. I'm asking you, Lord, to convict me in the areas that I need to change. And he will. You be ready because he'll do it. And it's a good thing. Yes. And then the last thing we said is to cry out to God. Like, reach out to Him. Because sometimes I feel like humans, a part of our flesh, fleshly. Yeah. Wow. Why? We got to stop saying that. <laughs> part of our sinful nature. We're yes. sinful. Yes. Let's do it. Um, a part of our sinful nature is feeling entitled, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes we so take this grace for granted. And I don't know if you have... Any of you can relate to this, but if you've ever been, um, I don't know, just in a community of faith and you feel like you're in one of those seasons where you're on the right track and then you can so easily become prideful in that Mm -hmm. and like, oh, my relationship with God is awesome, which that's great. However, are you starting to compare your sins to the sins of others? Mm-hmm. Are you thinking that you're better than other people because your sin is different than their sin and theirs may be easier to see? Or the consequences on earth may be worse than the consequences of your sin and your sin may not even be able to be seen. Yep. It may be an invisible sin mm-hmm. in your mind thinking lustful thoughts about people or judgmental mm-hmm. thoughts about people. And it's really easy to think, I don't need God because my sin is not that bad. Ooh. But you still need grace. You do. do. So we need to always be humbled and always be Mm -hmm. checking our heart posture Mm -hmm. of thanking God for His grace and realizing how much we need it. Yes. So cry out to Him. Ask Him to refine you. And y'all get ready when you pray that because I'm telling y'all right now, I prayed at the beginning of 2020 for my trust in God to be increased. And I don't want to say that I regret it, but honey, the the pressing... Yes. Place. It, it presses you, mm-hmm. but you come out as something completely different. Yep. And useful, and you become stronger. And you say, Thank you, God. And you say, Thank you, God. And would you want to re- relive the stuff that you went through? Uh, I'm going to opt for no. But could it have also been worse? Could it have been worse? Yes. It could have always been worse. Mm-hmm. But. I'm so thankful for the person that I am because of the struggles I've went through in my life. Yes. Just like I think about if you're working out, Mm -hmm. like during the workout, you're pushing through and you're like, this hurts Mm -hmm. and I want to stop. But the result that you get over time consistently, Mm -hmm. you're like, I'm a different person. Yep. Practice. I'm a different person than I was. Mm -hmm. Even something simple, like we talked about the other week, like drinking water every day. Like, yes. oh my gosh, I don't have headaches anymore. What? My or, skin is so clear. <laughs> yeah, my skin is clear. Like, what's going on with that? You become a different person. Mm-hmm. So good. It's so good. It's so we need grace. We need grace for ourselves, for others, and to receive it from the Lord. And we got to be thankful. Yes. Uh, I, I, I say to myself, it's easier to be blessed when you have a thankful heart, and it does not mean that the Lord technically blesses you more, but it's the lens in which you view everything that you receive. Yes, that's so good. And I think that it makes us almost draw closer to God Yes, when we realize how much we need Him mm-hmm. and how our weaknesses are made perfect in His strength. 
Yes. Come on, God, show out. Yeah. If you if you ask him, he going to. But just know that you're going to make it to the other side and it's yes. going to be all right. And he's going to be glorified. And I wrote down the question, is his grace enough? And we sing a song by Phil Wickham. I love you, Phil Wickham. Like, your grace is enough. Mm-hmm. Your grace is enough, you know. But really, if we get in that hard posture of realizing who we are without God, mm-hmm. his grace is more than enough. Yes. Yes. It's more than enough. And it's just shedding that pride, realizing I'm not going to be anything without him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Like Pride goes before the fall. So choose grace. Yes. Every day. I cannot believe, Liz, that we're like literally halfway through season three. This is crazy. And we're so excited next week to have another lovely guest. Yes. Um, Our dear friend Alexis. Yes. Who has amazing testimony in store. I'm so excited to hear what God has put on her. her heart. And if you haven't already, I'm, I'm going to name drop right here for her because we are so proud of her. Yes. Her chosen girl family is like <laughs> her biggest cheerleaders. Um, no, she has tons of cheerleaders because she wrote recently this song that was picked up by Torin Wells and Jen, oh, what's her last name? Johnson? Yes. Famous for, mm-hmm. which is such a good song. It's so good. And my goodness, I'm not going to steal her thunder, but... The song, she's living out what the song was written about. Literally. Allowing God to be famous for what he's doing. Yes. So, if you haven't already, download that song right now. We'll get to chat with the Mm -hmm. writer of that song and the story behind the song next week. I like, I feel like, I hope that y'all know we're not dropping that to be like, we know somebody who is so cool. We are saying this because we have known and loved Alexis, which Liz Liz is the OG friend of Alexis. I was introduced to Alexis through Liz. Wait, like probably a year before yeah, yeah. her song. Mm-hmm. And um, we are fangirling. Like we, yes. lo- we are so proud of her. Yes. So we, this is literally babe supporting babes yeah. right here. You can look, you can find her, for her original version from her EP on all streaming platforms, Alexis Slifer. And the new version also by Torn Wells. But either way, listen to the words and um, I hope you feel enlightened by that. Yes. And we'll see you guys back here next week. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.